the host and star of the Snake Pit, Snake. All right, thank you very, very much. So, I had a really weird, circuitous route to where we're going because after the Oscars uh, last week, I was reading this article about best actor or uh, yeah, best actors, and how the majority of these actors have gone through in the last fifteen years dramatic physical transformations. Not necessarily by their own accord, but just done with CGI or fat suits or whatever. Or they've gone through uh, these huge, huge... Or they're taking on these roles that would require them to change kind of the way that uh, they go about life. Maybe these actors are having mental difficulties. And that these people are winning Best Actor Awards like... uh, like Rain Man, like Dustin Hoffman and Rain sure. Man. Challenged people, if you will. Yeah. So that's the majority of what these best actors people have been through. Hey, Lawrence, grab my kid right there and tell him to come in here. He's dumber than a box of ding-dongs. Um, <laughs> that's not the way to introduce him. Yeah. Um, so I was just looking around the plaza like, oh, no, I don't know what's going on. He has your exact same haircut. <laughs> Man, son of Corby is awesome. So... Anyway, um, as I was going down this rabbit hole of these of these actors, it got me thinking of Tropic Thunder. Have a seat, buddy. It got me thinking of Tropic Thunder and the movie Tropic Thunder and the speech that was given to Ben Stiller about you never go full blank yes. when it comes to acting. It's trying too hard. Right, and Robert Downey Jr., who is in playing a black character. Yes, he's, t- he's method acting in right. blackface. And it is the most over-the-top, crazy scene, and it was done recently. And so it got me thinking of these scenes that you can never, ever replicate, or, I mean, you can play because you can stream it or whatever, but you can never recreate these scenes. Right. Like, if you had to do Tropic Thunder all over again, I don't know if you could, but that scene in particular you would have to eliminate. So it got me thinking of all these scenes that when we were kids and beyond, adults, that would not make the cut at all. And let's start with Michael J. Fox. Okay. And, of course, Michael J. Fox, most people know him from Back to the Future, but he was also in an 80s movie called Teen Wolf, in which he was a teenage wolf. And this is him trying to tell his friend that, yeah, I'm a werewolf. Listen, Styles, uh, I've I got to talk to you about something because it's making me nuts. Yeah, well, I hear you, but if it's that intense, I'll need a solid buzz to think clearly. Well, look, I, 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 I wouldn't even, uh, I wouldn't even mention it to you except that i got to talk to someone. Wait a minute, are you going to tell me you're a f- I mean, if you're going to tell me you're a f- I don't think I can handle it. I'm not a f- I'm a werewolf. Michael J. Fox using that word. I'm not a British cigarette. No, not at all. Like, it's shocking to Don't hear that now. Don't accuse me of that, man. Oh, come on, bro. No way. I'm just a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> of all the things I could be, I'm not that bad. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're not that. You're Close just call. You're just a werewolf. Uh, Animal House... 
So you're saying they couldn't do that scene now? I don't think so, Bob. I'm and I don't think Michael, the, whoever the Michael J. Fox of today is reading the script going, oh, yeah, that's great. Let's do that. You know what? I'm going to lean into it and say it really sharply, too. Yeah. I mean, there is a, uh, you know, a stepbrother scene that probably wouldn't make the cut either from old Derek. Yes. Uh, the movie Animal House, there's a lot of reasons why you couldn't make it. But just imagine one of the subplots of the movie back in the 70s, the, the college fraternity romp, the John Belushi, John Landis directed movie, was about one of the fraternity guys meeting this girl randomly at a supermarket and saying, well, you want to go to a fraternity party with me? And then it's just him trying to get her in bed. Yes. All right? And this is the final moment where... He goes over to her house, and then they're getting ready to accomplish what he's been trying to accomplish all this time. And... I never got a chance to say goodnight to you after the party. No kidding. You almost pumped my stomach. Look, is it okay if we go for a walk or something? What do you mean, or something? Well, I could get some beer. No, not tonight, okay? Besides, you might get lucky without it. Fast forward, they're on a football field, laying down, nude. Before we go any further, there's something I have to tell you. I lied to you. I've never done this before. You've never made out with a girl before? No. no. I mean, I've never done what I think we're going to do in a minute. I sort of did once, but I was It's okay, Larry. Neither have I. And besides, I lied to you, too. Oh, yeah? What about... I'm only 13. Hmm. You think that would fly today? <laughs> only 13. And again, that's okay. Neither have I. <laughs> She's just so calm and matter of fact about it. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, another one, you know, there's a million scenes in Blazing Saddles that Blazing Saddles, which is a Mel Brooks, a famous comedic director that was made in the early 70s why you couldn't make that movie but one of the ones that's underrated i think is when they are lining up a group of men to join uh the ga- the gang which is the bad guy gang all right this is a very hardcore slapstick comedy yes. with with mongo yes yes and <laughs> a guy steps up to the plate, and they ask him, well, why do you deserve to be in our gang of bad guys? And this is what he says. Next! Qualifications. Rape, murder, awesome, and rape. You said rape twice. I like rape. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. And everybody in the theater laughs. And then, of course, the gang says... <laughs> Charming. Sign right here. <laughs> Charming. Never, ever again. Uh, all right. The Bad News Bears, of course, about the pesky, plucky little sixth-grade baseball team from back in the day. The kids' movie. The kids' movie, yes, yes, in which we all went to see in the theater. Sure. With the alcoholic manager. The alcoholic manager and uh, the team that was using racial slurs <laughs> left and right. And this scene is where you hear Walter Matthau, the coach, trying to recruit a girl, stud pitcher, to pitch for the team. And these are a list of her demands of what she wants. 
And as they enter the ball field and the boys recognize that a girl's about to play, then Tanner says this about <laughs> the whole team. Uh-huh. Make it nine ballet. I want the imported kind of jeans. Jeans? Yes. What are you talking French about? Jeans. I'm not getting you any jeans. You know what I you know how many pools I gotta clean to get Expensive you a pair of imported jeans? What's the matter with American jeans? I don't like them. What do you think you are? A catfish hunter? Who's he? Boys, I'd like you to meet your new pitcher, Amanda Wurlitzer. So Tanner, the sixth grader, <laughs> drops the worst racial slur of all time ever. Okay. Saying this is who's on our team. Then another one that is equally as bad, and then another one that's equally as bad, as all of them are there in person. Right. Blanks, 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 and now a girl. And this movie is rated PG. Yes. It is rated PG. It's a feel-good kids movie. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the <laughs> to the muser's muse of Woody Allen, who made the Oscar-winning film Manhattan in the late 70s. Yes, sir. At the end of the movie Manhattan, he his love interest, Mariel Hemingway, he finally realizes, you know what? I broke up with her a while back, and now I want to get back together with her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I want to get back together with her. And so he approaches her. Did you call Mike? Yeah. Okay. He approaches her, and this is how that conversation goes. So, yeah, I don't see her anymore. I mean, you know, I made a mistake. What do you want me to say? I don't think you ought to go to London. I have to go. I mean, all the plans have been made, arrangements. I mean, my parents are there now looking for a place for me to live. Do you still love me or what? Do you love me? Yeah, that's what, if, yeah, of course, that's what this is all about. Yeah. Guess what? I turned 18 the other day. I'm legal, but I'm still a kid. You're not such a kid. 18 years old. You know, you can, you can, they can draft you. So he is 40. Yeah. And now we are to suppose that he was chasing a 17-year-old around. Very prophetic. Uh, it got even creepier when she came out and said he was really pursuing me in real life as a 16-year-old. So, yeah, again, we were all like, you know what? Best picture right there. That's awesome. 40-year-old, 17-year-old. Go get him, man. That's great. Yeah. Not a chance in hell. And then we finally get to Tropic Thunder, in which a white guy playing a black guy and Robert Downey Jr. Yes, sir. Talking to Ben Stiller about Ben Stiller playing a mentally challenged guy. Simple Jack. <laughs> simple Named Simple Jack. Oh, my. And having a discussion about that character. Yeah, exactly. You know, there were times when I was doing Jack that I actually felt like really I mean, I brushed my teeth with I rode bus with In a weird way, I had to sort of just free myself up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. To be a moron. Yeah. To be moronical. Exactly. To be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah. 
like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. Yeah, yeah, right? You was farting in bathtubs, <laughs> laughing your ass off. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. But Simple Jack thought he was smart. Or rather, didn't think he was so he can't afford to play with being a smart actor. Playing a guy who ain't smart but thinks he is, that's tricky. Hmm, tricky. It's like working with Mercury. It's high science, man. It's art form. Yeah. You an artist. Hmm. That's what we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hats off for going there. Especially knowing not the cat me is about that. Mm-mm. Wait. About what? You're serious? You don't know. <laughs> Everybody knows you never go full re. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Rayman, look for that for Not for Count two picks, cheated cards. Autistic. Shut. Not for Yeah, Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, but maybe braces on his leg. But he charmed the pants off next to him and won a ping pong competition. That ain't for t- <laughs> damn war hero. You know any of the war heroes? <laughs> you went full re man. <laughs> Never go full re You don't buy that? That's Sean Penn, 2001, I am saying. Remember? Went full re Went home empty handed. <laughs> How do you brush Jeez. your teeth that way? <laughs> I freed myself. <laughs> and that was what year? 2008. Like yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that is another one that could so, never be made. And there's a million of them, but I just thought I would bring to you the ones that came to my head. Yeah, but, I mean, 2008. I know. Not that long ago. No, not at all. I really need to watch Tropic Thunder again. Dude, I think it is one of the most brilliant movies ever made. Comedies. Yes. Yeah. I mean, don't forget the McConaughey cameo. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brilliant. Yeah, and Tom sure. Cruise. Yes. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, there you go. There is a very special snake pit. Very special.